Welcome back to Mitten Sports Hub Podcast. These are your hosts, Devin DeWitt and Austin King, and we are brought to you by MittenSportsHub.com. Make sure you check out our Instagram, Mitten Sports Hub, and check out our, our website, MittenSportsHub.com. You know, Austin is going to be posting a beautiful, a beautiful blog again about the Tigers and how they've been doing. Um, it's kind of just going over the fact that, you know, the Tigers don't suck as much as we thought it, they would, and the future looks a little bright. So that's something to look forward to. Um, and that'll be on our website and make sure you check that out. And along with um, our also our MLB draft, what we're going to think of that and, you know, how how the Tigers going to shape up from it. And we'll get into that later in the podcast and kind of our thoughts on you know who, who we think they should draft and who everyone's projecting them to draft. But kind of before we get in, I, I think we should touch on the playoffs, um, NHL playoffs, you know, Tampa Bay is cruising. It's three to one right now. Canadians can't catch a break. And there's a theory going on that Tampa Bay threw that game just to kind of celebrate the city. And, um, and then I know Tampa Bay's mayor, they were kind of saying, I want them to celebrate in Tampa Bay and win it there. So, hey, they, that could have been it. That could have been why. But it, it does suck because, you know, Tampa Bay was, I, I don't know. I'm just not the biggest fan of it. I've, I've, I've shown that on previous podcasts. And just seeing them win again, I don't know. It's whatever, I guess. But I kind of want to yeah. see Montreal kind of pull through. Yeah, uh, I'm in the same boat. After the rivalry the Red Wings and Lightning had a couple years ago, kind of sucks seeing them win. But at the same time, it's kind of nice because Steve Eisman built that team. So it kind of, like, validates everything he did there and kind of, like, gives you some kind of hope for the Red Wings at least bright looking at the bright side of it but yeah I'd, I'd much rather see Montreal win even though they're an original six rival but to see Carey Price get a get a ring and Cole Caulfield after all this stuff he's done throughout the postseason it it'd be cool to see them but I'm sure they'll have another chance next year ride that that wave yeah I mean it's pretty much over at this point I mean Montreal comes back oh yeah down 3-0 that be one for the books, but obviously that's probably not going to happen. No, yeah, so Tampa Bay just go ahead. No, no, I was saying I think we can officially say congratulations, Tampa Bay. Yeah, you you did it again. I guess. Congrats! <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound oh. so defeated. Yeah. No, I am. I'm just defeated. It's just sports fan right now. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But feel, yeah. before I think actually before we get in the NBA playoffs. One thing we're not defeated about, um, Hunter Dickinson. Back yes. Yes. That's, that's awesome. This just that, in. Is that is that sealing the national title? Oh yeah, yeah. We're we should be the easy Big Ten favorites right now. We got oh, Hunter yeah. Dickinson. It's Hunter, him coming back and Eli Brooks. Hunter Dickinson after a phenomenal freshman year. I know he's kind of old for a freshman, but the year he had last year for one year in college was phenomenal. And if he just grows his game even by a little bit, easy, easy final four pick. Yeah. And it's, it's exciting. And we just got that point guard from Coastal Carolina who decided to come with Devante or something. Devante Jones. Devante Jones. Um, So that'll take over for Mike Smith and hopefully help the young guys um, like Core Buffkin and um, Zub Jackson and all of them kind of make their ways up as well. Um, and I don't think he – Caleb Houston. Yeah, Caleb, I mean, who knows? He might get a ton of time. But at the same time, I really don't care because I trust Juan Howard to put out the best player out there. 
He doesn't, yeah. I mean, is as a coach, you really shouldn't care about hurting a young guy's feeling, you know, yeah. they're freshman or sophomore, they've got playing time. I mean, you know, this is extra competition. And well, I, I think that Caleb's going to be, we're talking about Caleb, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about the young guys like Buffkin. Oh, Jackson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah, the, the are, guys, yeah. They're saying like, oh, he's going to get stunted because Devontae is going to be in there. But it's like same yeah. time, get better. Yeah, yeah. And I think they will. I think the guys they brought in are the kind of guys that will fight for for playing time and they'll do anything they can. That just seems like the kind of guys that John Howard likes to bring in. And uh, that's just like seeing them the last couple months, I feel like they just seem like the guys who just won't give up just because they're not getting playing time. And you can see that by them staying with their commitment, even though they brought in Jones, they brought, brought uh, back Eli Brooks. It's, uh, it's, it's cool to see. They'll, they'll probably be a multi-year kind of recruits. I feel, I really like Kobe. I think he's going to be really good, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a good. It was a really good, depth class i feel like and there's the number one class in the country for a reason yeah so like kind of like we said final four bound for sure and if not yeah. then you can kind of look at it as a failure bearing injuries of course but yeah, there's, not, there's enough depth there where it shouldn't matter yeah yeah i mean we're going to be bringing in those two freshmen off the bench we're going to bring in zeb jackson off the bench who i think is going to have a really good year next year we're going to bring in musa diabite probably off the bench or brandon johns one of those two either one would be really good to good uh backup forward and then there's just like you said depth we're so deep at the at all positions really except for center maybe yeah austin davis r.i.p yeah um uh no so that'd be kind of cool obviously you know we'll get more to that as it gets long but that's some cool information to see today and it's definitely exciting to know that the gang's getting back together oh yeah so Transition back to the NBA playoffs. Um, I was I was kind of thinking, you know, the the Bucks versus the Suns. You've got to think that the NBA front office is shooting themselves in the foot. They're like, oh, yeah. like why? They're why like, this thing? Yeah, they're probably like, oh, we should have done the fifty six game season this year. <laughs> but I mean, I like it. I think most like, yeah, casual fans would like it. From uh, not cat, I I don't know. I just like I feel like a lot of people should like it at least because it's two teams that don't usually get this kind of buzz and they're getting it like and they're two fun teams to watch. So uh, I don't I don't see why I hope I hope the ratings are good, at least to kind of like show the NBA that it's not just L.A. and it's not just Brooklyn and you don't need to just push those teams. It's everybody else, too. No, and I honestly love it because it is out of the – and for one, Chris Paul, possibly finally gave himself a ring. Devin Booker, Michigan native, Grand Rapids, yeah. maybe. Like, that, I mean, and Devin Booker is just fun to watch. So, yeah. Um, no, I, I, I do like – and it's one thing as, you know, you've been watching the NBA for years, you don't get to see these seven teams come up the ranks and kind of go – because we've just seen LeBron, Curry, KD, like those type of players in it every mm-hmm. single year. Obviously, they got Giannis in there right now, who is a top guy, but he's injured. And so it's kind of shown that Milwaukee Bucks can do it without him right now. Yeah. Um, even though I think he's really going to have to be there for them to do anything, especially against Aiton and Booker. I mean, that they'll just dominate with, you know, without Giannis, I, I don't think that defense will be able to hold 
whole time, especially because Suns are such a high scoring prolific team. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. They'll definitely need uh, Giannis back, especially they need a healthy Giannis back, I should say, because if he comes back and he's hobbled and limping around the court and further injures himself, then they're just doing themselves a disservice and they're going to cost themselves next year too, because that was a nasty injury and it could be a long-term term thing if they don't play it right. And it ends up like Kevin Durant, but, but if a healthy Giannis comes back at some point in the series, then that's huge for Milwaukee and it will win them the series, I think, because Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday went off in the last two games. But yeah, I, I think that's that's Detroit Piston, Chris Middleton to you. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that don't even get me started. Brandon Jennings. Oh my gosh. But uh yeah, uh if if they if they can get Giannis back. They're all healthy. Then uh, I have the Bucks winning this series. But if not, if Giannis can't come back before game two or three, then I got the Suns and Chris Paul. I don't like Chris Paul. I'll say that right now. But uh, it would be kind of cool to see him get a ring, I guess. Yeah. No. Be cool to see Devin Booker get a ring at least. Because this is probably his last chance for the next couple of years. Because – once Chris Paul leaves, he'll probably leave this year because he wants a ton of money, and uh, he's getting older. But they need they needed another veteran type. Damian Lillard. That's a yeah. I mean, I Damian Lillard, be, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton for the next five years. Oh my um, god. Yeah, that would be that would be a good pickup. But I don't I don't think Portland's going to trade him anytime soon since they just got Chauncey and he wanted Chauncey. But well, uh, he wants out. Apparently he took it back. He took it back. I didn't see it. Yeah, I, I mean he he never formally asked for a trade, but he uh, they brought in Chauncey and he was asking for Chauncey after Jason Kidd said no. But uh, yeah, I just I, I don't blame him for wanting to leave first of all. But you know you know, yeah, you know what it, this leads up to though for Chauncey because he's got like a five year contract they signed him for or something like that. Yeah. So Dwayne Casey, when he retires as a Piston head coach, guess we bring in Chauncey Billups, reunite the team, and he's going to lead that team and Kate Cunningham to multiple championships. Calling it now. Calling it now. Yeah. I I hope you're right. That be I was hoping they would hire him for when they were like looking for a GM a couple years ago or yeah or a head coach. I was hoping they would hire him, but they didn't unfortunately. That'd be cool to have him back in Detroit, but no, cool. That's cool for him too. I've always. I mean, Bill is one of my favorite players of all time, so that's pretty yeah. sweet to see him back in the NBA. But, no, that would be sweet. Um, so what, what's your prediction for this series? What are you thinking? I'm going to go uh, Suns and Six. Suns and Six? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. just because I don't think that Giannis is going to be half of what he was just because of the knee injury, and uh, and I don't think he'll be back playing at all until game three or something. So I got – I got Suns and six. Okay. I've got Suns and five. Suns and five, huh? Because I don't think Giannis will be back at all. Um, and like if like you said, if he is, he's not gonna be you know where he should be. Yeah. Um, but I I I think if we do put this precursor out there, if Giannis is back full strength, I think I would honestly say Bucks and Six. Yeah. But I, I'm sticking with my guts, sticking my guns, Suns and five. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but, I, I the, the fan in me wants game seven. 
So yeah. I'm hoping it's I'm hoping it's Suns and Seven. That'd be that'd be more fun to watch. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a great series. It's gonna be a great series regardless. But starts yeah. tonight. Yep, it'll be it'll be enjoyable to watch. It'll definitely. So hopefully, uh, l- I mean, let us know what you guys are thinking about that uh, series, and you know, send us who you think is going to take it all, and you know, maybe maybe throw some little bets. Maybe we'll take them up. Who knows? Do it up. Yeah. Um, but as a transition to one of the other big four sports, the MLB, Detroit Tigers, or should I say, World Series bound Detroit Tigers for the past two months. Twenty twenty three, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've looked good. They they AJ Hinch is showing that he is the best manager in in the game. Um, Miguel Cabrera is showing that he's still got a little pop left in him. And the young pitchers who obviously, you know, load manager is going to start happening real, real quickly. It's already happened. Casey Mize three innings. Yeah. Whatnot. But no, I mean like Zach short, like guys who you didn't really think would come up and do something. Like they're putting out there. Kill Badu looking phenomenal. Um, John scoop. Like, I mean, it's, it, it's not looking like a half bad team right now. Yeah. It's, it's definitely encouraging after the first, I don't know, month and a half of the season where they looked like one of the worst teams in the history of baseball. But uh, to see them, like, they were above 500 last month. So it that's, that's like, some kind of – that's some hope. And I'm not saying that – Two months in a row. Yeah, two months in a row, too. Yeah. So that's that's huge. And, and yeah, A.J. Hinch – well, the job he's done, if he's not like, I'm not saying he's got to win it, but if he's not in the manager of the year contention, then there's, I think we should riot because that is a true, what he, what he's done with Akil Badu, who had a great first week and then a terrible next month and or whatever, and then has bounced back. That's huge. Miguel Cabrera, too. Uh, the whole offense really has been has been way better than what, what it was and bringing in Chris better with and the job that he's done with the pitching staff has been phenomenal. Casey Mize struggled last year and he's having a great year. I think he should have been an all-star. I think Akil Badu should have gotten some run, maybe, maybe not being an all-star, but Jonathan scope definitely should have been an all-star. I was, when I saw the all-star teams, I didn't see Jonathan scope. I was heated because what's he hitting? He's, he's got like, 15 home runs right now. He hit 340 in June. So I I was I was not happy after seeing that. And but congratulations, Gregory Soto. But yeah, and then I, I, I just don't think you know Scope is a household name yet. You know, like he's just not someone people are like, oh yeah, let's vote for Scope. I mean, and he's a tiger. But still, the the, the coaches didn't pick him. Like how like he has he's been on fire since May. And it just, I don't know. It, maybe, hopefully, if someone gets hurt, he gets put on as a reserve or something or one of those extra votes. But I I, I really did not like him not being an all-star. And, the, but, and then Eric Haas, too, the job that he's done this year. Jake Rogers, a lot of people thought he was done, couldn't hit in the MLB. He's turned it around. This, you thought Jake this, Rogers been an all-star? No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, now you're pushing. Now you're pushing me out. Yeah, I just, I just like how he's turned it around. Yeah, one of the he's a great defensive catcher, also. So, yeah, it's it's great to see the the hope, and uh, guys kind of kind of bounce back from a terrible start to the season. Uh, 
yeah, it's, it's cool. No. And I mean, especially looking at like their upcoming games, I mean, for the next month, they'll be playing the twins, the Rangers, the Orioles, the, the Royals, like, yeah, those, they could easily, easily go like what? 22 and like 10, or <laughs> whatever, how many games there are. I mean, like, yeah. And then they're, then they're well over 500. Yeah. I mean, they could, I'm not saying they're going to make the all-star game or the all-star game, the playoffs. And, but the fact that they're in every single game, they freaking won a series with the best team in American league last weekend. They, it, that's the, that's the part that I like the most. They might not be winning every game. They might not be winning every series, but they're in every single game almost. And, that's that's that is the most encouraging part. That's how you know a manager has his team's attention when he they're just they're fighting every single game, and that's the part I like. No, absolutely. And so I mean, obviously it, it'll be it, and I don't think like the next month is like justification yeah, and, to be like, oh, they're gonna be playoff team, but it's like obviously you know playing the Red Sox, the Indians, and the Blue Jays yeah. and stuff like that after. So those be representations of if they're playoff team, and yeah, I don't also, think they will be. But yeah, and also they're probably be getting rid of a lot of their like scope is probably gone at the trade deadline uh, since he's on a one year contract, and he'll be a hot commodity because he's a guy who's on fire hitting and but, teams. But you look at that. What are they going to get for him? I mean, look at it's better than nothing because he's not going to resign. But you don't know that. I mean, what if they do want to resign him? But I don't know. I feel like you got to. I feel like because he's a, he's playing first base right now that's a spot you're probably going to have to give to Torkelson next year or whoever, maybe Candelario, if they want to keep Torkelson at third, that I feel like well, that spot. Miguel next year. No, Miguel's dead after this year. No, no he's got, he's going to have at least another couple of years, but, or, or and then uh, you can use, even if he's done after a couple of months, you can use the DH as a swivel spot which is what a lot of teams in the AL do. They'll use it as like a, a guy for rest. If he's gotten too much time in the field, put him as a DH and blah, blah, blah. But uh, getting, at least you'll get something for him. You don't know for a fact he's going to come back. So I might, I just say, just trade him, get something. I'm sure we could get a top five prospect. Bullshit. You don't think Bullshit. so? At least top 10. At no. That's better than nothing. Yeah, we didn't get- Jack shit for JD Castellanos, and those were guys who were hitting better than Skill. I, but you got to try. You can't just keep him and hold him and hope that he's going to. We've resign. seen what Al Avila does for trying. I mean, I don't. I don't right. think they're going to right. trade him. But I don't think they're going to trade him. I think they will. And if not, if if they don't trade him, then uh, guys like Matthew Boyd are still on the block. Michael Fulmer, if they if they both come back. They could be traded because uh, they're t- two pitchers who can who can pitch for multiple innings. And but if they trade those two guys, I think that they trade Scope. Yeah, I mean, I just I think Boyd is still on another year track with us, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. especially after that injury, I feel like you trade, Turn- if, trade Turnbull too if you can. I mean, trade anyone you can. That's... I would I would keep Turnbull because he's still he's still relatively young. He's he's turning around. Game. He's what, what's his his ERA is under three right now. Yeah, he hasn't pitched in months. 
but still i would i would keep turnbull and because he he's been he shows those flashes of that he could be a really good pitcher in the mlb and if he if he's a our number five starter in the future that's a great number five starter yeah i don't know i mean i i don't see him being anything better than he's definitely hit a ceiling for sure i don't see anything better yeah but that's a pretty good ceiling that's a solid middle of the rotation ceiling and with the kind of arms that we're bringing up to have that guy at the back end of the rotation that that's huge sure but i'm saying if someone calls up and they need pitchers and fulmer boyd and turnbull are all healthy and we can't get something you trade them yeah why wouldn't we do the same thing with scope <laughs> we're, not, we're not going to no i'm saying scope is not going to be tradable one year contract no dude they he, Avila One year contract, but a guy who can hit, and he can play first, second, and third, and he's played shortstop in, in his past. He's got he's got defensive versatility, and he can hit anywhere in the lineup. I just can't see him being traded. I don't know what Alavila would do. If Alavila can somehow trade scope for something relevant, then everyone saying that Alavila needs an extension might have a liable sense because everyone is saying that's dumb as hell, in my opinion. I I do think I think yeah, you're right about that. Uh, I think he's deserved to like the way the Tigers have fought back. I feel like he's earned the right to finish the season at least, or maybe finish his contract out. But yeah, the extension talk is a little, little fast for me. We'll see after the deadline. Yeah. He, no, it, for, to get, to give a guy an extension who's done nothing. And no, I, that, that stuff irks me. It irks me. You hear yeah. it irks me. Um, so what, what about the draft? What were you thinking? I mean, yeah, obviously, we we probably won't get Meyer, but who who do you think is going to be available at three that you would really want? Because a lot yeah. of a, a lot of the mock drafts, you know, we were, just, we were talking about this earlier. They have in Jackson Job or Joby, mm-hmm. right-handed pitcher. Don't want a pitcher. Um, obviously, we're not going to see the guy for you know two to three years anyway at the earliest. So it doesn't really matter who we get right now. But at the same time, it seems like our pitching core is pretty solid. I just, if both the you know shortstops are gone, then might have. To, I mean, obviously, lighter would be there too, who I would rather have. But yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah, Meyer probably going number one. If he somehow slips the three, take him in a heartbeat. He's compared to the next Corey Seager, or he's called, being called the next Corey Seager. He's a big shortstop. He does everything that you want out of a hitter, and. He's one of those guys like Riley Green. He can climb really fast because he's got like an advanced approach. Doesn't strike out a lot. Uh, he's got a smooth lefty swing. I like Meyer a lot, but he's probably going number one. Jordan Lawler, he's probably going number two. He was picked to go number one for a really long time. But then apparently, and this does happen, since he's been projected number one for so long, teams think he's going to ask for too much money. So now they have him sliding down the draft and uh, he's probably, but he's, I don't see him getting past two because he's from Texas and Texas has a second pick. Uh, but he's, a, he's another kind of big shortstop and he's got a lot of five tool potential. Uh, another short high school shortstop that I like is Khalil Watson. I like him, he, but he strikes out a lot. He's smaller than the other two, but he, he's shot up uh, draft boards a lot this season. But yeah, Jackson Job and Jack Leiter. Those are the two two names that have been thrown around for for a little bit now. Uh, especially Jack Leiter. 
and he was he's getting some number one hype too. Uh, I'd go with Jackson Job over Jack Leiter personally because he's got less wear and tear on his arm. He is a high school pitcher, which means they usually take longer, but he has been compared to Dylan Bundy, who a better version of Dylan Bundy, who was drafted out of high school and made it to the majors in just over a year. Uh, I think 15 months it was. But yeah, Jackson Job, he's got what they're calling the best pitch in in the draft this year, which is a slider, and then a a changeup that they say could project to be better than that. But yeah, and then but Jack Leiter, he's another good pitcher who is uh, he's got he doesn't have that much wear and tear for a college pitcher at least, but he fits the Tigers what they usually draft like perfectly. It's SEC righty who throws hard and but it'd be interesting. I'd go with I'd go with Jackson Job over Leiter, and but I'd go with uh, Khalil Watson. Over if the two shortstops aren't there, I'd go with Khalil Watson over the the two pitchers. There's like there's like four or five shortstops in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, there are. And then there's Brady House, who yeah. uh, ESPN said he's going to be he's got the highest uh, upside, but has the highest bust potential because of his strikeout stuff. And he's another he's he's a big shortstop also. He's six uh, four, so and so he might not even be able to stick at shortstop, but if if he's if he's available, he's an option. But I'd I'd go with one of the two pitchers too. And then there's Kumar Rocker. We didn't talk about, but I would I would not take Kumar Rocker, even if any of these three are there somehow. <laughs> I just don't like I don't like college pitchers who throw a bunch of innings in high school and college, and their velocity is falling down, and he has doesn't have much if any upside. Like he has. They, there's no like potential that you see with him. Like that's he is what he is. No, Jack Leiter would be a crazy pick at three, just because. To think about the, the four pitchers for the Tigers rotation for the next ten years, that'd be nuts. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm trying to decide where I kind of want some bats. So me too. We definitely we have no shortstops in the in the farm system. I mean. Our farm system is so, so thin at shortstop that they moved Gage Workman to shortstop, and he played like 40, 50 games at shortstop in college. And uh, yeah, so I mean, we need we need a star shortstop somewhere, and hopefully, hopefully, Meyer or Lawler is available. But if not, Watson wouldn't be too bad of a pick, I guess. I think if I think if Lawler and Meyer are gone, I think they go lighter. I, I think you're right. I think ultimately because they do they go they do love SEC pitchers. We saw them take Alex Fiedo, Carl or Casey Mize. Uh they love SEC Spencer Turnbull. Spencer Turnbull. Uh Drew Smiley back in the day. <laughs> they they love SEC power Verlander. right hand Verlander. No, nah, he went to Old Dominion. But oh, uh, yeah. I think Ben, his brother, went to Vandy, didn't he? No, he went to Old Dominion, too. Really? Why did I think they went to Van? He went to Vanderbilt. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, they traded for uh, David Price, too. So Yeah, true. So, I mean, I mean that might be more of a coincidence than correlation, but I feel <laughs> like <laughs> – I. but, yeah, Jack, Jack Leiter fits them 
perfectly. But at the same time, so does Jackson Joe. He he's a right-handed power pitcher. Matt Manning out of high school, same kind of thing. And Matt Manning was pretty not as advanced, but he was kind of advanced for a high schooler. And Jackson Job too. I think Jackson Job might get the fast climb, maybe two, three years, if that, to the majors. Yeah, but that's why. And no, that's the thing about you know the MLB draft. It's like it's exciting. It's like oh, they got someone. Then you're like, all right, yeah, well, let's wait two, three, four years, and we'll see him. They kind of forget about him. You know? Yeah, but then, but then that—that's what's the cool part about the draft. Because then you, when they do finally make it, you're like, they lived up to that potential. Like when Torkelson yeah. makes it, when Casey Mize made it, and he's pitching phenomenally right now. That's that's cool because we got to watch that draft and Matt Manning too. So I mean, it it's cool like to to see those guys grow. I guess. Yeah. So obviously, but, yeah. you know, that's Sunday. So what? That's what a couple of days away. Yeah. Do you, do you have a beverage of choice that you'll be you'll be drinking during it, or are you gonna be sticking to the agua? Uh, I don't know. I'll probably I'll probably be sticking up water unless I'm with people. You know, if you want to do something, especially because but, but, the Gregor fight the night before, where when yeah, you probably just be getting destroyed. Hey now, hey, come on, McGregor's gonna win that fight. Did, what, did you hear his little call out? He goes, Dustin. <laughs> head on Twitter. I didn't see that. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I hope he gets his I hope he gets his nuts rocked. Oh, you <laughs> son of a no, I hope he win. I mean I want him to win. He's gotta win. He has to. Oh, no, for, for his sanity and for his reputation for the future and the past, he's gotta win. Yeah. Or people like have to stop saying he's one of the best because if he loses, he's not even close then. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got to win. For that his, would just tear you apart. It would. <laughs> it would. Khabib's I, already on your Khabib's already on your your shit list. Yeah, so. fuck Khabib. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about him ever again on this podcast. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But no, uh, so obviously, you know, we we hope you everyone enjoyed the Fourth July weekend. Um, and enjoy this upcoming weekend, you know, the McGregor fight, MLB draft, NBA, NHL playoffs. It's got quite a bit going on right now in the, in the start of July. Um, and so obviously we'll be posting things on our Instagram and um, Austin will be posting his blog about the Tigers. So make sure you check that out at minutesportshub.com. And, you know, l- let us know if you want to hear anything different, um, you know, different aspects of sports that you want us to talk about or hit on. Um, you know, not just the type of analytics or, in, or our thoughts, you know, anything like that. Uh, I was going to ask you, have you been watching the European tournament? I have a bit. Yeah. Mbappe, the fi- what the heck, yeah. man? What the heck, what the heck have Mbappe shot? I don't, I, I don't know. He had a really bad game. He didn't really have the greatest tournament. Uh, neither did France as a whole, but I, I feel like his struggles is the whole can like they did this tournament so badly they should have pushed it back they should like nba they should push this back they should push the start of next season back these guys have played literally a year for a full year nonstop. especially guys like mbappe on top teams so yeah. i mean he's probably just dead and good for him because now he gets some rest but 
I still think Mbappe. I saw some people saying he he's a fraud. He's a bust. <laughs> but the kid's like twenty years old. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's, and he's putting up numbers like Messi and Ronaldo, kind of like they were back in the day. So I, it's way too soon to call him a bust. And he had he's had a great career so far, except for this 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 tournament. This is one bad tournament. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously, Italy versus Spain. Um, yeah. That will be done by the time you listen to this podcast and England versus Denmark. And then you got the championship this weekend on Sunday as well. So, you know, you can have a nice, nice little afternoon cap before you ever yeah. leave. Yeah, exactly. You can watch some can watch some good football and yeah. then watch some baseball. Football. Yeah, football. football. <laughs> no, then but- I think the. I think the futures game is that the MLB futures game, which is Torkelson and Green, they'll be playing on that day too. So I mean, it's an action-packed Sunday. It's it's like NFL football. It is not as not as exciting. Hey, baseball, baseball. It's, it's not oh. as exciting as football, but it's it's up there. Yeah, <laughs> you enjoy that. You enjoy watching that. Yeah. Um, but no, thank you for for uh, tuning in and. Um, let us know of any criticism or any questions or anything that you want to hear. Um, and you know, we'd love to touch in and interact with all the listeners. But, uh, like we said, enjoy the weekend, enjoy the upcoming sports, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. Sicky.